Hello again and welcome to another episode of 52, the podcast that takes the traditional interview format and risks it all in the turn of a card. 52 brought to you by Grosvenor Casinos, the UK's leading operator with 52 venues nationwide. Online at grosvenorcasinos.com and of course check out the app. Now once we start picking cards, there's no way back for today's guest, who will have to answer the five questions written on the face side of the cards he and I pick. They range from the light-hearted to the deadly serious, so before he turns his first, let me introduce him in 52 seconds. First of all, Jimmy isn't even his real name. That would be weird, though, to start calling him Jarrell. So, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbanks here, the two-time winner of the Premier League's Golden Boot. It was a tough path to the top, but eventually he ended up in Leeds United, and from there, the gold flowed. Whether it was at Ellen Road with Atletico Madrid or after his big move to Stamford Bridge where he wore the blue of Chelsea. He also enjoyed an amazing run to a European final with the Borough. The youngest of six children, he would eventually represent the Dutch national side. But he settled in the UK, dabbling in management, which included promotion at Burton Albion. And now he's the father himself of four kids. One of those big names in sport that when we think we know a lot about him, we think again and realise we don't know that much at all. So this should be an intriguing episode as I say, oh, Jamie, 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 Floyd, Hassel, bang. Welcome to 52. Thank you. That was, that was actually very impressive. Jarell, right? Yes, only my mum used to call me that. She's not here no more. Um, so actually uh, only my older sister now calls me uh, my normal name. Your oldest sister yeah. and me. Right, let's <laughs> shuffle up. Oh, gosh. Everybody yeah. always says that. Gosh, oh my goodness, what's going to happen? Yeah. I didn't realise 52 would make people so nervous, and I love it. I, I am a bit nervous. I'm not the nervous type, but <laughs> I'm a little bit nervous for what is coming. Let's find out. Pick your first card, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Oh, gosh. Go near the bottom of the nice, deck. Nicely at the bottom. Let's go. Oh, here. <sighs> what's the suit, first of all, and the number? Sevens of diamonds. Okay. What do we got? What's your most memorable dressing room moment oh wow i'm gonna let you into secret jimmy yes i'll always look through the cards beforehand because i have to pick a card for a bit later yeah and this was nearly the one i picked and i tell you why it was for a a line i read about claudio ranieri having a (laughs) bottle of wine in the dressing room but you don't have to go there because i'm (laughs) going to ask you about that anyway but most memorable dressing room moment i'm I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna go there uh, with a (laughs) bottle of wine uh I'm going to pick one that was about Ranieri. It was not a really nice moment, but it was a really funny moment, Mm -hmm. especially for the people that were part of it. And I actually, I went to Cheltenham the other day and I saw um, Dennis Weiss and he was part of this. And we spoke about it again and we were just chuckling up. We were just laughing. When Ranieri signed for Chelsea, uh, he didn't speak English. He spoke Italian and Spanish. And we had Gustavo Poyet and Marcel Desai. Marcel Desai, who spoke fluently Italian because of his, he used to play in, it, mm-hmm. in Italy. And Gustavo Poyet, who's Uruguayan, and he speaks fluently Spanish. So they had to translate the pre-match speech of, of, of uh, Ranieri. <laughs> <laughs> now, in the beginning, it was okay because uh, Poyet used to play all the time. But the longer Ranieri was there, he was more and more on the bench and he used to get really upset. So we are now sitting in the dressing room and Ranieri is standing in the middle and normally he would call somebody 
uh, Gustavo Poyet or Masadisi to come and stand with him in the middle or at the board. Yeah. And they would have to translate. And Gustavo was so upset that day because he was not playing. And he said, I'm not going to translate. I am not going to translate. <laughs> and we said, well, you can't do that. You, you, you can't. And Dennis Weiss was the captain, but he was also upset with, with, with Ranieri. So Ranieri is calling Gustavo to the middle and Gustavo is just blatantly turning and said, no, I'm not translating. So now we are sitting there. Yeah, not a word of a lie. We are sitting there all and thinking, what the hell is happening here, you know? And luckily for Ranieri, he, he didn't get angry or whatsoever. He stayed very calm, but he called uh, Marcel Desai forward. And Marcel Desai was the second captain, so he yeah. actually could not say no. Yeah. So he came forward and he did the speech. But it was so funny and it was so awkward. And, and yeah, that is the moment that, that I've actually never really experienced. You know, um, I've, I've been a manager myself. And for somebody doing that, I would be ranting and raving and calling him out. And, but Renier, he stays, stayed very calm. I don't think a manager can recover from that. And, and I'll explain what I mean. I, I was behind the bench at the League Cup final when Kepa refused to come off. I was there. And, right? So, yeah. so like, literally behind that bench yeah. working for Quest. And anyone that was sitting there knows what happened. Yeah. He tried to take him off and he refused to come off. And they yeah. can dress it up whatever way they yeah. want. That's what yeah. happened. One of them had to go. That, yeah. I knew that second. One I, of them could not stay at this club and turned out to be the I, manager. I, Colin, I, I agree with you. And if the manager wanted to survive, the goalkeeper had to go. And also he should have waited until the goalkeeper came off mm. because it's his decision. That's what he's being paid for. That is, that is his job. And also the captain should have helped the manager. Mm. The problem was with my story, Dennis Wise hated, <laughs> hated uh, Ranieri uh, <laughs> as, as much as, as Gustavo. So nobody was helping him. So hard to work him out because, you know, he, he has went through so many different phases where, you know, you had him at, at Atletico and then yeah. he followed you to Chelsea and it was never, never good. You had him known as the Tinkerman. He got a lot of stuff. But then there's the Ranieri that won the title with Leicester who bought pizza and had his favourite opera singer singing the pitch and who we all love. Yeah. So I, I kind of believe in both men. Because, yeah, I, I, I believe in um, people change. I, I believe in, in we all live different lives. I know him very well. I know him very, very, very well. He, he made things at Chelsea quite difficult and quite confusing for a lot of players, mm. you know, adapting to this, then adapting to that. And um, I was actually all right with him yeah. in the beginning because I had a relationship with him at Atletico and I did well for him over there. I yeah. scored lots of goals. And in my first two years, I did really well for him as well at Chelsea. In the third year, I had injuries, but still did okay. And in my fourth year, Abramovich came and out of a sudden he had so much money to spend and he wanted me and Ida in a way out. And we said, no, we're going to stay. Mm. And he tried to do certain things to aggravate mm. us. But then it, later in the season, he just came back to us because Crespo and, and Mutu didn't work out for yeah. him. And you were like, mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. <laughs> right. You ready? Yes. Next question. I'm going to riffle. You say stop. Stop. It's the five of spades. Now, Jimmy, if you can make a pair or more in your five-card hand, 
uh, Grubner Casinos will give £1,000 to the Cares Trust. So that's a nice oh, little wow. charity element. We yes. have about half of them-ish yeah. are, are coming out that way. So that's good. Right. This is good after what was quite a serious first question. Uh, what's the most ridiculous thing you've ever bought? Oh, By the way, can I just say, right? Yeah. Are you want, so give me the best, pe- not the money, I'm not interested. Give me the best pe- dates of your career, 19, 2002. What would have been the bit we went, that's where I earned the most money in those three or four seasons. What are the dates? Uh, between 1999, 2005. Okay. Are you one of those footballers that go, I wish I'd have been a footballer in 2019? Even though you aren't loads of... I've heard footballers from 1999, 2002, bemoan the fact that they only earn thousands of pounds every week. No. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm not that kind of person. Uh, I know uh, now if I would be playing that I would be earning more, but... I was happy at the time what I was earning. The thing is, if I would be playing now and then in 10 years, you would say the same. You know, it will yeah. never stop. Yeah. Um, I'm quite a person that is quite happy what he has earned and, and achieved. So it's one of those things, isn't it? Level-headed. And, 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 and also, when I, when I was coming to my end of my career and I was getting to earn less and I saw other players coming up and earning more I was happy for them mm. I, I, I was I was like yeah well done go for it well, you, you know you can take that that humble preface to this question um, and let's blow it all out of the water now what you've yeah. just said with what is the most ridiculous thing you've ever bought I bought a yellow Lamborghini yes yeah I just love the fact you called it a Lamborghini yes that's and, my favourite part of that and um, yellow yeah, I had it Yellow for Lambo. I had it for like two months and I said, Jimmy, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's not me. It's not me. I like to stay a little bit undercover and, and all that kind of stuff. What you did know? you replace it with? I think I just bought a SUV, a, a, a yeah. Jeep or whatsoever. Yeah. Obviously a good one, but uh mm. not not yellow, maybe just black. Mm. I always remember one Liverpool game once we were standing where the at Anfield they pull the cars around for the players to yeah. leave and uh, it's quite a procession of cars and um, we were standing there watching the players leave Gerard came around you know four by four next player came around Porsche and then this little Kia pulled up uh, and it was uh, John Honorisa <laughs> oh, and, uh, and found out what happened was he like you know he'd, he'd had something wrong with his car and they'd give him a replacement car on a Friday and it, <laughs> it, was, it was so funny because like there's like 2,000 people you know to cheer the players and everyone was laughing and pointing which is ridiculous because you know, most of us were driving cars but anyway Marsa uh, DC was like that yes yeah Marsa DC like that he everybody at Chelsea was having like good car or, yeah. or, or spent money on a car he was driving a ford uh not an ford escort uh ford mondeo nice yeah. reliable yes does and, the and job said, said a lot about himself yeah yeah yeah, yeah. respected that <laughs> right what a random first two questions it's time for the stacked deck okay. and as i reach for that card it's a good time to remind you we're sponsored by Grosvenor Casinos, 52 outlets nationwide. You can download the app and the website's grosvenorcasinos.com. And I'm really pleased with this one. Um, it's the three of diamonds, so no pair yet. What three words describe you, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, best? Oh. <laughs> one at a time, James. One at a time. Uh, loving. I'm writing these down, yeah? Honourable. Honourable. Hard. 
hard. Well, that's an interesting one. I'm not taking that literally. Um, let's start with... <laughs> <laughs> you listen. You would have known if that was the case. <laughs> right. Let's start with loving big family, youngest of six. Yeah. Right. And you've four kids yourself. Yeah. Um, four girls. Four girls. Yeah. So, is that the loving? Is that what was in your head? That's my loving. Yes. Yeah. I think um, with having four girls, you have to be a little bit more patient and understandable but also the kind of love that they're giving me you know um yeah um regardless yes. regardless uh and and i started quite young having my oldest one 23 me and her mom broke up um have a brilliant relationship with her she's actually 23 going to be 24 beginning of next month and she's pregnant so i'm gonna be granddad <sighs> Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, I didn't believe you, me. <laughs> but that's a whole different story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. 24 is not that young. You know, it's, it is in this modern age. But when, I, when we were younger, we were 16, 17, 18. Yeah, but when you're the dad, it's young. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, I, if I was the dad of a, of, of a daughter, yeah. 53 would be young. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. It's, it's, it's young. Even though I was 24 when I got her. Yeah. And that's what she's saying to right. me. But um, times were different, yeah. you know. So, yeah. uh, no, but uh, yeah. So loving from that. Yeah, family. Family is so important for, mm. for me. Family, uh, my best friends, I will do anything for mm. them. Whatever they call me now, I'll be there, you know, uh, mm. regardless, regardless. Honorable. Now, that's interesting. Yeah. Because you've had one or two managers along the way or people after you've left have went, oh, he didn't want to be here. And you've went, no, I did want to be there. Yeah. So you've had to right some wrongs along the way. You've had to add some debates. Is honourable connected again to football or is it connected to family? No, or? it's more connected for me in life. Okay. Honourable. More, uh, my word is my is my everything. If I shake your hands, obviously not now in yeah. this. If you touch this, elbows in this climate, it means everything. <laughs> well, yeah, touch elbows or, or or touch feet. Yeah, you know, um, it's binding. It is binding for me, and those are the rules in in a way that I that keeps me my mind sane. Mm -hmm. in, in a way, if if that makes sense. Totally. Um, if I can't do something, I will tell you I can't. Mm -hmm. If I don't like you, you will know that I don't like you. I sensed it uh, the uh, minute you walked in. <laughs> That's just the kind of person that I, if I don't want to do something, I, I, I will. I will. So, so know? in a weird way, honourable, but I put the other H word in there. I'd say honesty, even if it comes at a cost. Yeah, yeah. I'd be uh, the same. Honesty, I, I, even if it comes at a cost. I, I think I'm in a stage of my life that I suffered a lot as, as, as a player, um, especially in the younger years. I came through that. I've learned a lot about life and I think, you know, with a big family and, and, and with having uh, four girls, I think the best way for me to live is being like that. And for me, it gives them the best of me, you know, and everybody the best of me. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why. And the final one, hard. Is that well, physically tough? Yes, physically yeah. tough, but yeah. also mentally 
because you got some guns there. I'd kiss him if it wasn't for what's going on at the moment. Um, you proper guns. Well, yeah. yeah. Do you, can you, you're still working out, obviously. I still time, work out right? a bit. Do you mean yes. hard as in? Well, you, had, you had a, certainly had a tough enough upbringing, so you don't lose that when you when you get dragged up a bit in your environment. Yeah, I haven't. And I'm going to sound awful because you would knock me out in a second. I don't mean it like that, but same in terms of the area I grew up in. It doesn't leave you. You kind of get gentrified a bit. I find, but no, it never leaves you really. No, it doesn't leave you, but it gives you more honor, but also it gives you a mental state, a strong mental state. Yeah. Like nothing can defeat you. Mm-hmm. There's always a way to find a solution and whatever that solution is. And I think especially now in this, in, in where we are in this environment, you have to be positive, but also really, you know, strong in, in the brain, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah, you have to make sometimes hard decisions and and sometimes you have to be hard for other people love it just three questions in so let's move on yeah let's get back to complete chance top or bottom uh always the top or bottom bottom it's up to you no come on bottom change your mind yeah i changed last minute it doesn't happen a lot but if you had went top you would have answered what was your most memorable school day but you've (sighs) went bottom that's a long time ago. Well, you were right to go bottom because regardless of the questions, the Cares Trust just got a £1,000 off Grosvenor Casinos because that is a seven. Okay. So the seven of spades does that. And it's a question. Oh, we've had this once before. I love this. What's the greatest sporting arena on the planet? Ah, for you, that's perfect. The guy who I think, who'd you make your debut for at Wembley? First game. Was it Chelsea? First game at Wembley? Yeah. Right. You've scored for Atletico Madrid at the Bernabeu against Real Madrid in a win. Yeah. So not only have you got the venues, you've got the memories. Yeah. So greatest sporting venue on the planet. Oof. The one that I was really looking forward to to play was Bernabeu. Yes. Yeah. Was it to win there though, or was it just to play? Not, there? not even. Not look. As as a little boy, you always dream to play in big stadiums and then score the winner. And luckily, that happened to me. You know, to go yeah. to to Bernabeu. But it was not even that. It was just how the stadium is. It's very close on the pitch. It goes really, like, really high up. Yeah. It's like a coliseum. It's like you are, a, how do you say that, a, a gladiator yes. in a way, you know? That's uh, what they call them. That's, that, well, that's here you go, they, yeah. They, they call their star players for a good reason. Well, exactly. So, so... Galacticos. Yeah, Galacticos. But, yeah, when you when you go in there and, and play there for the first time. It, it is difficult. San Siro, in a way, is also a little bit like that. But I played in the San Siro for Boa Vista against Inter Milan, and the stadium was empty. Wow. And in the Bernabeu for Atletico Madrid, the stadium was full. Mm. How do you not lose your arse? Sorry? How do you not lose your arse? I think... Is I, that the difference between a very good player and a great player? I think you don't think about it. See, no, I do. You know, I think about it five aside. <laughs> yeah, you think you don't think about it. That's no, yeah, mean. yeah. I find it actually hard saying I'm a great player, yeah. or I'm a I'm a top player, or I was a top player. I, I, I don't say that about myself. If somebody wants to say, hmm. I normally say back. I needed to work really hard to be able to play with the players I played yeah. with. Maximize. Yeah, I wasn't as gifted, I wasn't as technical as them, but I knew what I was good at and I maximized that. Mm-hmm. But going back to Bernabeu, yeah, it was just amazing. And then 
being able to win there 3-1 after I don't know how many years, but a lot of years and scoring two of those goals. Yes. Yeah, it's just amazing. Two-word answer, right? Just as a follow-up to that. Yeah. Best atmosphere, best ground to play at. Ellen Road, Stamford Bridge. Oh, you're killing me now. <laughs> Different reasons. Yeah. You, do you know what? That's, a, that's a fair answer. I, t- I tell you what, if I do ask you, underrated atmosphere, Elland Road. Underrated. Oh, underrated. Marching on together five minutes before. Mad, oh. mad, mad, Love mad it. they are. And it's white and, as well. And that's not, you know, you think the big atmosphere here is red, blue. Yeah, and it's the white as well, I love. I think when you're just talking about it, I'm getting goosebumps yeah. because I know how it, how it was at Ellen Road. But then when you're talking about Stanford Bridge, it's goosebumps, but in a different way, but yeah. both so nice, you know? It is different reasons. First games for me in the Premiership, Leeds, yeah. scoring on my debut against Seaman and stuff. and Wonder goal. Still knowing the atmosphere, how it was, sunny day and stuff, playing against heroes of my, like Bergkamp and uh, Wright, but then going for big money to Chelsea and then uh, my debut playing as West Ham scoring, you know, so it's, it's the atmosphere is, it's both just out of this world, but different. Best atmosphere at Stamford Bridge ever is obviously anytime Liverpool are there. Right. <laughs> Cut the cards for your last question. Whatever it is, turn it over and read it. Ah, the ace of hearts. Oh, I love this question. It's... It's the first question I wrote when I was putting the deck together. I thought, the ace of hearts has to be this. Who or what is your one true love? Okay. If you'd asked me half an hour ago, right, what question would you like to come up with for Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank? It would not be that one. But after listening to your answers, I think it's a perfect question for the big softy sitting across from me. Yes. <laughs> It's an easy one, and it's my mum. Yeah. Um, she's not with us anymore. She passed away in the beginning of November. And she was, she was, she was, she was everything. She was such a loving woman, never said something bad about somebody, always saw the, the, the pluses, always saw the good in people, always wanted me to be good mm. for people. Yeah, it's 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 great. Answer. I did everything for her, um, and as it's so recent, I'm good with that. That's the answer. Do yeah. it's not that type of podcast, not that type of thing. What we'll say is, my grandfather had that about him, and you'll ne- never stop missing him every day. Those people who guided you morally in your life, they never leave you, yeah. and you never stop missing them. And that's the biggest plus and minus. Yeah. Not a day goes by my granddad doesn't pop into my head. And of course, it's going to be seeing me your mother, but she'll guide you every day too. The reason yeah. why you're nice when you no, walked in here today yeah. Yeah, and does. greeted everyone the way yeah. you did. So great. That's your five questions. Now there's only one more to go. And that is my wild card. Yeah. That's where I get to ask Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank anything I want. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Let me have a look. I make a little list before. These are things I kind of like to bring up at some stage or the other. And, and I'm going to go with something we haven't even mentioned, the famous orange. You were 28 before you had your first Holland Cup, right? Yeah. There was a hell of a lot of players in that scrum. Yeah. But do you look back on it as your one true regret 
on a career level of not having had that international career that you can put alongside your golden boots and say, do you feel like you were? Because your kids aren't. Yeah. Three of your four kids are, in, are British, no. right? You married British. They're going to support England. They're going to support No, they support Holland. No, they're not, though. They're not. Your grandkid ain't going to be interested in, in Holland. No, my grandkid lives in, is going to be born in the Netherlands. Oh, okay. My, my oldest one lives in the Netherlands. Happy days. Yes. You got that one. Did, do you feel like you can properly claim the orange? This is a bit of a rambling question, but you know roughly where I'm at. Uh, I want them to have some of the orange. Yeah. I do understand that they will support the British mm-hmm. and, and UK, I, I, I understand that. And, and fairly so. They go to the schooling here. So, yeah, it, yeah I, I'm okay with that. And do you look back career-wise in terms of your international career with regret, pride, no. uh, a mixture of maybe everything? No, no, no. I'll tell you why. Because I never had a big career in the Netherlands. So it was always going to be very hard for me to get that acceptance in, in the Netherlands. I'm much bigger as a name here in England mm-hmm. than back home. I never played for Ajax, Feyenoord or PSV. Sure, it was all Portugal clubs early. And also, I'm not the typical Dutch footballer. Yeah. So then for me to have to battle with the likes of Bergkamp, Kluivert, Van Hooydonk, Mackay, Van Nesteroy, uh, Kuyt, and let's not forget... Dirk Kuyt's loving being in that list, by the way. Sorry, Kuyt. <laughs> Let, let's, let's not forget the Dutch, they like to play only with one striker. Yeah. You know, so then still to get 27 caps, it's a lot. Yeah. And, and I've got, I think, 12 goals out yeah, of them, yes. 27. So it's not bad at all. What I have regret with is that in my club level, I haven't won enough. Mm. That's my regret. Mm. Love. Yeah, a lot yeah. of semis, finals, and quite unlucky with, 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 with finals. Uh, FA Cup with Chelsea, injured, still playing stupidly, uh, losing against Arsenal. Uh, UEFA Cup with, with uh, Middlesbrough, not going 100% into the game, losing 4-0 against Seville. To be fair, they were magnificent. They were. They were magnificent at the time. Um, and then there are a, f- a few others, you know, uh, so that that's my regret, uh, leaving Chelsea a year too early mm. or actually was pushed out a year too early. I would have loved to have, even if I would not have played as much, I would have loved to have stayed and just lived the, the, the trophy mm. with them, you know? Well, none of those people who beat you in Sevilla never apologised. Arsenal never apologised, but at least <laughs> Jose apologised, didn't he? <laughs> Yeah. He did, yes, yeah. he did. He said yes. he should have kept you a year yes, longer. Yes, so that's yes, a nice yes. one in that. Yeah. Um, I cannot keep you any longer <laughs> because that is it. That is the end of 52. Jimmy, what an absolute joy. I think the cards were on our side. We got okay. the £1,000 for the Cares Trust, but also yeah, I just think it was a lovely spread of questions. And it's amazing. People do in-depth interviews and find out very little. We've done five random cards. I feel like I've learned so much. So. Thank you. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, thank you for being in 52. Sponsored by Grosvenor Casinos. And all that remains for me to say is, no more bets. This podcast has been a Cop C production and Grosvenor Casinos is for over 18s only. Photographic ID may be required and please gamble responsibly.